Hello Aberdeen in Aberdeen and hello to everybody all over the world. Welcome to our first ever podcast of The Dark Side of the Dean. True tales of the dark and deadly history of Aberdeen and the northeast of Scotland. I'm Alec Westwood and I'm going to be your host and guide throughout these dark and deadly times. Episode 1. The Summer of 64. Don't cremate me. I want to be buried. These were the cries of 16-year-old Sheena Blackhall as she was carried to the ambulance by paramedics. The first victim of the typhoid outbreak that laid siege to Aberdeen in the summer of 1964. On the 20th of May that year, Sheena's parents called a doctor to their house after their daughter fell ill and quickly developed a fever. Due to spending time in a Japanese prisoner of war camp, the doctor who attended the house immediately recognised the symptoms of typhoid fever. An ambulance was called straight away. By the time the ambulance arrived, the teenager was completely delirious, hallucinating that the doctors in their white coats were giant seagulls who were attacking her. Sheena would spend the next three months in hospital, In a BBC article, Sheena recalls the story of one girl who took an adverse reaction to the huge amount of antibiotics they were being given every day. One girl had a violent reaction to the high doses of antibiotics. She couldn't stand anything next to her skin, so they had a cage over her body with blankets over the top so she wasn't cold. The men came from London. They were dressed like something out of Star Wars, completely suited up, to take photographs of her. We got men's pyjamas which were far too big for us and drowned us. We needed safety pins to hold them up. Parents and grandparents would visit children by standing outside the hospital and interacting with them through closed windows. The city was effectively put into an unofficial quarantine and despite daily press briefings from the city's medical health officer, Dr Ian McQueen, stories soon swept the rest of the United Kingdom of mass deaths. Some tabloids reported that bodies were piled up on the beach as they waited to be cremated or buried in mass graves. None of this was true, and the reports resulted in one memorial press briefing where Dr McQueen declared, We are not a leper colony. End this hysteria. Remarkably, not a single person died of typhoid during the outbreak, which was traced back to a single can of Frey Bentos corned beef from Argentina that contaminated a slicing machine on the deli counter of William Lowe supermarket. The factory in Argentina had cooled cans of meat in untreated river water. It is thought that the virus got into the can via a tiny wee hole in the seam around the lid. Questions were asked in Parliament. In one exchange, the Prime Minister was asked how long the government had known that tinned meat cooled with untreated water had been on sale in the UK. Once this became common knowledge, the store went out of business in Aberdeen, but the Dundee-based company did continue to trade in other Scottish cities before being bought by Tesco's in 1994. The locals stopped buying corned beef, some still don't to this day, and the children from the area started referring to tinned corned beef somewhat macabrely as cans of death and a can of typhoid. 
Workers were deployed onto the streets with disinfectants spraying down roads and walkways. When the first victim to get the all clear was ready to leave hospital, it was seen as a great cause of celebration for a city who had been living in fear for months. The young girl was presented to a large crowd of well-wishers wearing a sash that declared she was Typhoid Queen 1964 and she was called a symbol of the city as the Aberdeen Police Pipe Band played in the background. But Aberdeen's reputation as one of the safest cities in Scotland had taken a massive knock and people were reluctant to visit in the aftermath of the incident. Threatening the lucrative Glasgow holiday trade that was so important to the city's pre-North Sea oil economy. So in July, the Queen visited the city, meeting those who had been affected by typhoid. And in a short, morale-boosting speech, she declared that the city was open again. The University of Aberdeen went on to establish itself as an international centre of excellence in the research of disease control. It is believed that the typhoid outbreak in Aberdeen led directly to the use of hot air hand dryers and disposable paper towels in public toilets across the world. An inquiry into the outbreak by Sir David Milne was published in the Milne Report and lessons learned about hygiene, health cross-contamination and hand-washing had a very big impact and remain relevant to this very day. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for the next episode of The Dark Side of the Dean. The Dean's Dark Doctor. Narrated by Alec Westwood, Sheena Blackhall portrayed by Lisa Cameron, Dr. McQueen portrayed by Lindsay Cromore, theme music by Rory Will, edited by Richard Skinner, written and produced by Cliff Hughes. Dark Side of the Dean Dark Side of the Dean Dark Side of the Dean